Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Celesto, and I want to welcome you to the f- second episode of the Better Boys podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping boys discover the path to true masculinity. We talk about topics ranging from nutrition, fitness, and spirituality to psychology and philosophy, anything related to self-improvement, basically. I'm very pleased to not only have you, but also Kamara with me today for this episode. Kamara and I know each other via Hamza's Cult Discord. Kamara is 22 years old and has been doing calisthenics for six years now, so he must be a flying gorilla already. He lives in London and recently got his Oxford engineering degree. He plays basketball and guitar and is passionate about all things with the self-improvement realm. Kamara has a YouTube channel with a little over 300 subscribers right now. He's your local London G giving, uh, trying to give you advice to reach roadman enlightenment. I invited Kamara to talk about calisthenics uh, today, and we are going to give you an in-depth guide on how to start your bodyweight training journey. As always, make sure to leave a like, subscribe, and give us some feedback so we can improve our content. We hope you enjoy. All right, so welcome, Kamara. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. It's been I've been good, you know, slowly getting back into training. Had a three-week holiday, so training's been a bit, you know, off off cycle so we definitely want to get back into the routine and the swing of things come winter time mm, but that's the good thing about calisthenics right because you can do it everywhere yeah it's quite it's quite you know versatile it's quite powerful yeah. you can literally do push-ups anywhere handstands anywhere and mostly pull-ups if you if you have the bar provided you know but other than that it's yeah. quite it's quite flexible yeah that makes the sport so beautiful like i was also working out when i was on vacation Like I brought my uh, gymnastic rings with me and I just searched some trees that have like straight branches. Right. And then I just do some pull-ups there and I just continue with my workout schedule. And when I was on vacation, I had all these kids uh, there who were like, I mean, I was on kind of a a vacation where uh, I don't know how you call it in English, but it's called like a camping. Right. So you have all these small houses and like a a park and, um, I was kind of the only guy there who was working on his his health, it seemed like, because I was just working out there. So all right. these kids came and and I was kind of their personal trainer. So it was it was really nice. It was very nice. Yeah. It's good to see. It's good to see. Yeah. What kind of movements were you making use of? Mostly pulling um, and pushing or any other Well, I, I also like because I follow a, a push pull leg split. Right. So on one day, I, I train my uh, chest, triceps, and shoulders. On the other day, I do my biceps and my back. And on the other day, I do my legs. And a lot of times, I just do my abs after the workout. Um, but basically, I just continue with my whole schedule. I just did everything there. Push-ups, dips, pull-ups, muscle-ups. Uh, and I had my resistance bands with me as well. I have like six different uh, weight categories there. Yep. Uh, so... I also just did bicep curls, uh, just like you can do in the gym. I had just everything with me. That's just the rings and the and the resistance bands, and that was what I had. And I was practicing handstands as well. That that was mostly what I was doing this vacation. Yeah, that's quite good to see. You know, don't really need too much to you know get started in calisthenics, even if you just have you know, you know a few yeah. resistance bands or whatever. You don't really need a membership or gym membership or anything like that. You can just you know get going you know as soon as possible so that's what we love to see yeah if you have like a calisthenics park in your neighborhood do you have that 
Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, yeah. I live in London. There's loads of you know parks, bars. Fuck, man, you, know, you are lucky. I, I want that. Everything. Yeah. You know, the community is quite strong, and you know they've only been building more and more. You know, calisthenics-based parks recently. You know, because the popularity has been going up recently. So, you know, so obviously it's a good thing. Good thing for the you know the neighborhood and the community to get more active. You know, especially through calisthenics, which is quite you know accessible. Yeah, to create kind of that spot where people can come together. Yeah. Um, that's that's very beautiful. Yeah, I've been working personally on um, getting one in my own city. Uh, so I've I've been uh, like calling with our like local government. You, you call that municipality, right? I think so. Yeah. So we have yeah. a council as yeah. well that yeah. you know, handles that kind of thing. So yeah. So I did kind of a suggestion like we need to have a park in in our city and I, i've been like in a newspaper with that uh kind of doing my story of of how i kind of turned my life around with eating healthy and working out and um it, it seems like like i've been collecting a lot of money for this it's it's like i have a a few thousand euros right now right and uh it, it's probably gonna come soon that they they will agree like oh yeah we are gonna build a calisthenics park here and there's also um skaters who are suggesting uh, to put a skate park there so it's, it's really exciting i've been working on that for a while now that's good to see do you yeah. know quite a few calisthenics guys up in the netherlands as well because in london i've met you know quite a lot of friends that are, that are interested and i train with them every so often do you, do you see the same kind of community vibe in the netherlands oh yeah there are definitely a lot of communities but in my city I live in like a small city with like 30,000 people. Right. You can almost not call it a city basically because it's oh. so small. Um, but of course, in my own city, I don't really know a lot of people who do calisthenics because we don't have a place to come together. Okay. Um, but there's uh, like, for example, the, the calisthenics bond, uh, which is like a, a global federation of calisthenics athletes who are kind of pushing the sport to the Olympics. They are based in the Netherlands and I'm part of their uh, association basically. And also um, you have communities like uh, people from the calisthenics family. Uh, it's quite a popular calisthenics channel. Um, and th th there is a big calisthenics community in Netherlands uh, and they, they also offer uh, some kind of education now to, to become a calisthenics trainer. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Was that kind of like meshed together with like personal training or was that yeah. kind of its own thing as well? Doing, you know, pull-ups and push-ups, you know, definitely building on that, you know, that foundation of strength that's, you know, required for, you know, a lot of the harder movements. Yeah. And, and that's when it popped off as well, you said, right? Yeah, definitely. So I think, you know, around 2016 in London, calisthenics was definitely starting to pick up the pace. You know, a lot of people are starting to get into, you know, doing muscle-ups and pull-ups. And every so often you'd see someone just come to the bars and do like five muscle-ups. And you're like, whoa, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, then the they, uh, people that uh, did muscle-ups used to be like the king of the of the neighborhood yeah. then, right? But now, yeah. now you see like everyone doing like front levers now. So it's like, now the competition's getting harder and harder, but you know it's definitely good to see everyone pushing each other to get as good yeah. as they can get. Bro, I've been seeing uh, freestyle calisthenics as well. That's fucking sick. Have you have you seen that? Yeah, it's quite it's quite yeah. crazy, quite quite you know yeah. athletic movements, quite dangerous as well. But obviously, you know, has that element of thrill to it. You know, and obviously it's quite skilled as well. So you definitely want to get the timing right. 
you know, and things like that. And it's, you know, it's its own art form. It's it's like very injury sensitive, I've seen as well for their wrists and stuff. Yeah. It's quite dangerous, yeah. Quite similar yeah. to like gymnastics as well. So if you can kind of, you know, implement, you know, the routines that they do to kind of mitigate, you know, injuries, then, you know, it could definitely be a viable kind of, you know, form of exercise. But obviously you want to keep it as safe as possible, you know, to avoid injuries and stuff. So yeah oh it's definitely it's not that, that safe the you know shit I mean? they do yeah. i've been seeing people doing like backflips over the bar and stuff it's, yeah. it's insane what they do it's so it's definitely cool. going into like the parkour kind of territory of things you know parkour can be quite dangerous as well so yeah definitely want to look out for people all right so so you started in 2016 now how was that for you how did you start did you do like these workouts from from youtube where they had like these movies or uh videos where they had like timers in the in the corner uh kind of these these uh beginner workouts well so initially i did i was quite inspired by seeing you know people do planches and muscle ups so i was like maybe i should try you know doing that as well so i went to my local park and i think you know when i started off i could do like about three, four pull-ups. So I wasn't super weak when I was starting off. I didn't have too much body weight on me at the time. So it was quite easy to do, get quite a few reps. So, you know, that just gave me the confidence to, you know, keep building up the reps. So, you know, week on week, I'd put on two more reps, three more reps, and then eventually I could do about 10 reps, 15 reps of, you know, pull-ups. Okay. And, but so you, yeah, you started good, as, good did you start like with a skinny body or were you already a bit muscular? I was pretty skinny already. I was quite lean. Um, I did sport. I was quite sporty before, so um, not too skinny, but you know, definitely skinny enough where I could still get you know a couple of you know pull ups straight off the bat. You know, not without too much problem. Okay, we're gonna pop so, off a picture in the screen uh, for the podcast so people can right. see your progress. Yeah, I started um, also kind of skinny. I, I was like let's say the the worst uh physique you could have like this this skinny fat uh thing like my okay. on my face i had absolutely no jawline because it was like kind of a blown up face and my i had a a big belly you know but i was still very skinny though right yeah right, right. yeah i find that a lot of calisthenics athletes do start off quite skinny which is you know it makes it quite easy to you know start off doing the body weight exercises because your body weight's quite low already so I think that's yeah. only an advantage, you know, if you want to do the harder movements. Uh, calisthenics uh, athletes always stay a little bit leaner, right? Compared to uh, uh, like the, the hardcore bodybuilders. Right. Yeah, definitely. You know, if you compare them to like, you know, runners, for example, runners tend to be quite lean as well. So, you know, it definitely tries to keep you as, you know, high um, power to weight ratio, as they say, you know, a high power for, you know, the body weight that you have to be able to do, you know, those hard movements. Yeah, I think it looks very like a lot more beautiful when people are a bit more on the skinny side uh, with uh, their physique. Not not like skinny, but more of lean. I mean, it, yeah, th that they are not like totally like the Hulk, you know, not yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah. 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 All right, so you, definitely keeps you mobile as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. athletic. Yeah. Okay, so you started in 2016, and what were the main movements you were practicing by that time? So at that time, mostly the pull-up. Um, I didn't quite have to muscle up until maybe like a year, year and a half after that, maybe two years, I think. Um, but I definitely started with, you know, trying to get to at least 10 pull-ups, 
um, definitely at least 30 push-ups as well. That's definitely a good foundation. And then I try to do pullovers as well. I don't know if you know those, where you kind of pull the bar towards you and then you roll, you kind of spin around the bar. That's that's another. Oh yeah, yeah. That's also a well. freestyle movement. They do that in freestyling as well, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. like the next movement I learned after that. And obviously, you can do dips as well. Dips, you know, quite quite easy to get after you know you manage to get you know quite a few push-ups. So yeah, I didn't uh, really get any static movements in until I guess I started doing a muscle up. So about two years in, I started to get my muscle ups. Okay, like the muscle ups without like assistance from the resistance bands, just a fresh muscle up. So I never used bands actually. So no, no, oh. Oh, not damn. not not when I was starting out. I just I just did pull ups when I was starting out. Um, so yeah, the main thing up for me was trying to get my pull ups as explosive as possible, essentially. So trying to get the bar as close to your rib cage as possible, right? So you train the muscles to you know move as quickly as mm -hmm. possible so you build that momentum and then as soon as you build that momentum you know you can use that to carry yourself carry yourself up and then you know finish off with the dip yeah i've been hearing a lot about that but i i practice with uh with the resistance bands like i'm slowly progressing my muscle up to doing it fully with my body weight and now it's just i have like six different resistance bands of different weights and i'm just starting with the heaviest one and uh, now I'm slowly building towards taking a step towards a lighter band. And uh, th this way I can like really uh, focus on the movement instead of like right. uh, doing all kind of kipping shit and, and throwing my legs and all that. For uh, sure. So it's really, it's already when I start seeing that I swing a little bit with my legs, I just stop doing the muscle up when, yeah, I, when I do that right away sure. yeah, to make yeah. sure I do the good uh, form. Yeah yeah i'd say yeah definitely you definitely want to keep your form as clean as possible um in my opinion i think sacrificing a few reps for clean form is definitely more important than just trying to kip and you know cheat a little bit because then you're only kind of you know reducing your you know the activation of the muscles and you know you're not really getting that full that's full stretch yeah muscle which is quite necessary for growth and also you know getting that strength up so you definitely want to you know, train as close to failure as possible, but also try to maintain, you know, good form throughout the movement. Okay, so you can do like a full muscle up right now just with your body weight? Yeah, so definitely, yeah, for, I could do a full muscle up. You could probably see a few of those on my channel. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah, that's yeah, great. I definitely want to keep the core tight and be as, you know, strict as possible. And what about the other skills? Like, what what is it that you can do? So right now I could do a handstand, some handstand push-ups, maybe like about three, not too many. Uh, I could do planche, like a tucked planche, not full planche. Um, okay. Tucked planche push-ups. Got the front lever down. Um, I could go from a tuck into a handstand. I don't really practice back lever, but I could probably do a back lever as well. And I could also do a flag. One of the old school calisthenics movements. You can do the human flag? Holy I don't shit. Do it. Yeah, I can't do it too often, but I don't I don't really oh. practice it. But you know, when once you build up that strength, then the flag becomes quite quite easy after that. Oh, that that's one of the sickest ones. What what, what do you think is the is the sickest skill of, of all time? Skill. I'd say I'd say the muscle up. Like whenever I do the muscle up, like it definitely draws like a bit of a crowd. Yeah, yeah. Flying up fucking there, ego tripping when you do um, that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can then, imagine that. Yeah. 
and then I guess <laughs> after that would probably be like the handstand or handstand push-ups those are quite yeah quite impressive as well those are definitely yeah. my hardest movements and then I guess right now I'm working on trying to get my full planche which is coming there I'm, I've, I've got I've nearly got a straddle so we're working on that slowly and then potentially I might go for like a one-handed handstand down the line and then definitely some one-handed yeah. pull-ups those, those are my aspirations but you know we'll take it one step at a time yeah and that's so cool about calisthenics that you can really like do sick ass skills instead of just doing <laughs> with the weights you know <laughs> like really boring stuff like it yeah. works effectively to build muscle but the whole skill thing really adds some um how you say that challenge to to uh to uh training and that's what makes it funny for me as well. And, and also just being able to work out in nature or outside. It's it's so nice. I like it a lot. Uh, so sure. I really hope uh, that this calisthenics park is going to come to my city soon. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I definitely enjoy, you know, the progression, the idea of being able to unlock new skills and improve. And, you know, it definitely gives you a lot more motivation to grow. And, no, definitely the athleticism that it gives you as well so you're able to move your body weight you know it's very transferable to you know skills like rock climbing you know parkour athletics it's definitely you know very good to keep your body moving you know, keep yeah. your body healthy all right so what would you say are the main movements that should be included in every uh workout program when you do calisthenics every workout program definitely definitely want to have you know pulling pushing your movements those are those are your foundational movements yeah recently i've started getting into legs as well so you know it's quite quite well known yeah i was that. wondering about that yeah yeah kind of said is that athletes don't really train legs so um you know recently i've gone into um athletics so i sprint as well um on the side so you know oh that's nice yeah i do that on my leg day when i when i do only calisthenics uh yeah. then on my leg day i do sprinting as well and i have yeah. these um uh the small booty bands as they call it right you can like put them on your legs and then they apply extra pressure i see yeah. a lot of uh, women using that i think uh, i've but, seen those but yeah, my, my mom gave them to me for my birthday and first i thought like what the fuck How, what can i do with this but now uh i'm really starting to use those i'm doing like squats with them and, and hip thrust right um and uh it's it's more intense than when you put like weight uh, uh, with squatting. I have to say, it's it it applies so That's much cool. pressure. It it like it, it it really feels so difficult to do that. It's, it's great, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because I, I guess it's kind of resisting the muscle movement in like the transverse direction, if you could say that. So it's definitely uh, an interesting way of loading. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from sprinting, I definitely do. Um, pistol squats are quite nice. Because you know, obviously, if you're squatting body weight, it's not it's not that much resistance. So you definitely want to make yeah, it. Yeah, but a bit I'm more I'm jumping as well. So. I'm doing jumping squats and stuff. Jumping it's so, uh, it, but it takes my energy out of my body like so easily. Yeah. Instead of like when you do a normal squat with just weight in mm. the gym, yeah, it takes so much energy for me to like do jumping squats. Uh, but it's very good. Yeah, yeah, it's good cardio as well. Sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, get the plyometrics going things like that you definitely want to yeah going. so you started training legs how long after you started not right away not right away no but definitely i, I played basketball as well so i was jumping a little bit 
you know, getting the sports in. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, I started like sprinting about two, three years ago um, to get, you know, the, uh, you know, the leg activation going, you know, so I'm not, I'm not having small legs out here, you know what I mean? So yeah, I've seen some people yeah. like have fucking chicken legs. Like you see that they totally didn't train their legs. That That's, yeah. that's really weird to see that. Yeah. And then apart from that, um, yeah, you have the pushing and your pulling movements. So you want to have like a vertical pushing and pulling as well as horizontal pushing and pulling as well. So you have like, you're hitting all the muscles. So you're getting your shoulders, your chest, your lats, your mid back okay. and your traps as well. So yeah. you definitely want to okay. get, you know, all areas. Yeah. So for me, the pulling movements for me are a different variation of pull-ups. So I, when I have my pull day, so when I train my biceps and my back, um, I start with muscle ups, then I do dad hangs, uh, then I do regular pull ups uh, and uh, rows, um, and I have um, chin ups as well. And in my workout schedule, I always uh, include uh, exercise with resistance bands. So. I'll, of course, in my bicep back day, I, I just do regular bicep curls as well with resistance bands. Right. Um, and then I do, uh, they call it skin the cat. Skin the cats. Those are good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's basically, I'm, I'm practicing for the front lever and the back lever at the same right. time by doing those. Um, and then uh, I also just do like a front lever with one leg uh, or a back lever with one leg. It just depends. Um, I, I do all kind of stuff, but for the resistance bands, also when I have my push day, I just do tricep extensions uh, over the head with the with the resistance bands as well. Uh, so they they are a big part of my uh, workout schedule, really. Uh, but for the primary movements with the pushing, um, for me it's push-ups and dips and handstands uh, yeah. and just like with like all calisthenics exercises have so many different variations. So uh, like I, I try to just switch up those variations, but it's only since a short while that I've really been focusing on kind of getting the skills in because for some reason I was just a boring guy at the start and I just only wanted to train to get muscle. Uh, right. But for, for lag day, I barely do calisthenics lag day. I, I just go to the gym for the lag day. Right, and yeah. I just do with weights. And I, I really think it's also very beneficial and kind of essential, I would say, to also train with weights. Do you do that as well? Quite a bit, yeah. So I've definitely, you know, seen a little bit of plateauing over the years, you know, so it's kind of been harder to get a little bit more progress. So I've been implementing some weighted calisthenics into my routine, you know, with uh, dumbbells between my legs and doing some pull-ups. Yeah. Um, sometimes a weight belt, when I have it, I don't have my own weight belt. I need to you know, invest in one, but definitely weighted push-ups and pull-ups and things like that, you know, to kind of, you know, make the you know, workouts harder and progressions harder as well. Oh, so so you do like with a weight vest and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could do, you know, calisthenics, you know, you could do some muscle-ups, the weight vest as well. It's quite difficult, but, you know, it definitely, definitely adds a, level, a different level of challenge. Okay, so, but you don't do like bench pressing for example not often um i have bench pressed in the past it has gone up um 
mostly indirectly through the calisthenics, but I don't, that's not my primary discipline. Okay, because uh, I've been doing that since a little bit more than half a year right now. And it's right. like, um, just, I have these PDFs from a, a guy called Jeremy Ether. He is like a, a very popular fitness influencer. Um, and um, these PDFs, like they show me exactly what to do with a push day in the gym. And I try to like also do things like the bench press and uh, overhead shoulder press and things like that. And also just training with weights to kind of balance it out. Uh, so I do it like, for example, sometimes I just want to do an only weight training day. Um, I've been doing that a little less right now because I want to practice for the handstand. Um, but um, I think it's it's very like, because when we look at like making gains, right? Really gaining muscle, it's it's important to kind of put uh, stress on the muscle to kind of not let it get used to um, yeah. what it's kind of going through, the struggle it's going through. So like sometimes I do supersets or sometimes yeah. I do three sets in a row of, of pull-ups and then I do that with every exercise. So it, it's really the switching up, I think is, is really effective when you are trying to gain muscle uh, because true. that's also, of course, one of my main goals. Uh, but it's it's been my only goal for a long time. And that's not really what it is anymore. I'm, I'm really trying to have like kind of more fun right now into doing yeah, this stuff. For sure, yeah. yeah. You don't want to put too much emphasis on one particular you know, look or something. Definitely, you know, trying to have like a wider you know, wider goal, kind of, you know, maybe improving the skill or trying to get healthy. I think that's a more healthy way to approach kind of, you know, fitness and, you know, calisthenics in general. Okay, so you can do all these amazing skills right now, right? How did you personally build up to these skills? I mostly try to, I mostly try to improve my, you know, reps and sets, so when it came to like improving my strength for the muscle up, for example, I mainly focused on trying to move as explosively as possible and trying to, you know, do more reps than last week. So, you know, if I did 10 reps last week, then maybe do, you know, 12 reps this week and always try to, you know, add, you know, some sort of variation to your workout. Um, and also try to do different kinds of pull-ups as well. So wide grip, yeah. narrow grip. Um, so definitely, um, you know, train different aspects of the muscle and, you know, keep, you know, keep the progression going. Okay. So do, do you like count reps and really focus on, on kind of getting more reps or do you just go kind of max reps all the time? I usually do try to count reps just to have a gauge of where my strength's at, but I don't count reps all the time. I usually just try to go as close to failure as possible. No, that's usually just okay. a case of feel. Yeah, like I count as well, but I do go max reps with everything. Yeah. Always. I never don't do that. It's always what I do until I like fall off the bar because it's yeah. too heavy. Um, yeah. And th it's very energy consuming though, but that's what we're trying to do, right? We, we need to like yeah. beat this muscle up and then... Uh, we really get muscle. Um, so. Yeah, it's quite important to, you know, challenge yourself as well and not just, you know, if you got, you know, two extra reps, you can go and you should definitely, you know, go for it. You don't want to just leave it, leave it in the tank. You definitely want to push your, push yourself as hard as possible to get as much progress. 
yeah if you don't do that like i i didn't do that for like a year or so just yeah. i did these like stupid workouts from from youtube or, of people like just doing full body workout for 10 minutes or something and then i expected to get uh muscle from that but i was yeah. only just sweating a little bit training almost every day so i did have the motivation but not the education to actually know what right. i was doing uh so that was pretty sad man i, I didn't make any progress yeah, um when that happens yeah but but um so wait let's let's continue on, on what you were talking about right the, the skills yeah yeah so i guess yeah so improving the pull-ups was just a case of trying to you know break the pull-up down into its you know bare components so i guess that's the swing as well so a lot of that is you know emphasized by having an explosive pull as well as a little bit of timing as well to make sure that you pull at the exact moment that you know you're, you're about to swing back and also there's the dip movement so most most of that is just a case of getting your dips in and practicing but say in, in case of you know trying to work on a particular skill you definitely want to break it down into its you know bare components so for example if you wanted to learn the planche a planche is mostly just a static you know hold so you definitely want to build up you know wrist strength for example shoulder strength for example and that could be done by doing you know push-ups handstands um tucked planches you know you definitely want to you know work on easier variations and then break down which parts of the workout are your weaknesses and then work on those weaknesses individually yeah. and those can really help bring your you know overall skill together when you're trying to put it together okay yeah for me the the resistance bands are like one of the greatest tools i i use uh to progressing to getting those skills because me personally i'm I am not really uh, good at the skills yet. I cannot do any skills without assistance. I, I've been really growing in my handstand right now. Like a few days ago, I, I had a, a six second handstand, which was pretty uh, pretty much achievement for me. Um, so that was very great. Um, but besides that, I haven't yet like really achieved like oh, the full front level or something like that. Um, but for example, with the planche uh, or with the muscle up, you can do like the exact movement that you would also do with your own body weight, but then just do it with the resistance bands to assist you. Um, but you have never done that, you said, right? Not, not when I was starting out. I definitely tried to use a little bit of resistance bands, you know, later on to kind of, you know, help me, you know, improve faster. But I started out without using resistance bands, which is quite a unique case, but you know, you don't necessarily need them, but they, they can definitely enhance your, you know, abilities when you can, when you have the chance to use them. Yeah, because now, I, uh, as I said, I just do the muscle up with like perfect form, but then with assistance of the bands. And also a lot of people start and they can do only like three pull-ups or something. And right. then it's very hard to actually follow like a good schedule then and practice the movements uh, when you can only do like a, a few reps. Um, so I really think investing a little bit of money in equipment, because a lot of people say like, oh, you don't need any equipment to do uh, calisthenics, which is quite true. But investing that that few bucks to actually have a little bit of equipment is, is I think, a very essential step into really getting the most out of this. Um, but do you have any equipment at home? 
I do have a backpack I use every so often. Um, I, just oh, I did that too. Yeah. In there. But other than that, I don't really use equipment that often, um, if at all. I mostly just borrow equipment if it's there, but I mostly just use yeah. my body weight. Yeah, if you have a park, it of course enables you to that that you don't really have to do that. Yeah. Uh, so th that's very great. But for me, um, I started with just a pull-up bar. I have that uh, at my home. I just do it on my uh, on my doorway, um, and it costs like uh, about fifteen dollars on Amazon. And then you have a, a good pull-up bar. Um, and uh, besides that, I, I uh, bought resistance bands a few months ago, and uh, I'm I'm doing basically all the same movements that you could do uh, in the gym with weights. So the bicep curls, the tricep extensions. Uh, you can even do um, chest flies or, or whatever you can do a lot of things with that and it applies uh, it's it's very weird the, the way you can kind of train with that because it's um, like even when you have like a resistance bands of like seven kilograms just because it has resistance it's it's way uh, heavier to do that right. um, but it's it's been going pretty well uh, for me with that and uh as I said, I use them to assist my, my pull-ups or muscle-ups. Okay, so besides the resistance bands, I recently bought uh, gymnastic rings. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's also a pretty cool uh, tool to use because um, basically, if you really want to save money, you can, like, if you don't have a calisthenics park nearby, you can just buy rings and then you can do pull-ups and dips and push-ups and whatever you want. You can do yeah. literally everything with that, but it's, it makes it a bit harder. I have to say the, the pull-ups doing them on the rings is a bit more difficult. Mm. Um, but, uh, it's, it's pretty nice when, when I was on vacation, as I said, I used them a lot. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can just work out in nature and throw them over a, a branch of a tree. And it, that's that's so nice. And uh, besides that, I have uh, parallettes, uh kind of for my wrists because I am hyper flexible. So for me, like push-ups, doing them just on my hands like this, it really puts too much pressure on the wrists. Yeah. Uh, so I have kind of a disadvantage in the whole calisthenics thing then because, I mean, compared to like bodybuilding and just doing these movements with the weights, it's you need your wrists with calisthenics. Um, so um, I, I really have to find my way of kind of working around um, my sensitive wrists. Um, and it's been kind of going well uh, for a while now. But after before that, I, I did experience a lot of um, pain in my wrists and it was very frustrating. And, and I couldn't kind of accept that it was the case. So I, I kept pushing and pushing and her kind of hurting myself. Uh, but now I have these kind of bands that I put around my wrists uh, and the parallettes, and it kind of works for me now. Um, and besides that, I have these booty bands that you put around your uh, uh, your legs. And uh, everything together, I think it costs me around 100 euros to do that. So right. it's dollars is almost the same. Um, and it's it's really been worth it because I notice I can get like the most out of my calisthenics training by just mm. having a few tools that I use. Um, but I mean, you don't use anything. Uh, so 
you don't need it in the first place if you have a park nearby and even you yeah. can do calisthenics in the gym as well of course right. yeah. um, which i do quite often um, because i combine my calisthenics thing with weight training and i i haven't yeah. really um i didn't buy a weight vest yet or something like that because uh i'm not already so good at the pull-ups to the point where i can do like a weighted pull-up or something right um but you you have your backpack that you use for that, right? Yeah, yeah. so I, I use my backpack sometimes to you know increase that resistance, you know, and obviously make it a little bit more challenging. Yeah, I so, did yeah. that for a long time as well. It's, it's pretty nice. You can just put books. I mean, I have I have yeah. more than enough books here, and yeah. I can put them in my backpack, and then you, you just uh, you can put a lot of weight into that. I I bought like a a bag of sand, and I put it in my. Uh, in my backpack it was like uh, yeah. 25 kilograms that's quite quite heavy quite that's quite heavy yeah, yeah. but i use yeah. that for my lag day um i did like yeah. jumping squats with that and it was pretty uh, heavy um but at some point uh, the the sandbag broke so oh, then no. all the sand kind of yeah it, it wasn't really nice no that was no, pretty yeah. fucked up yeah yeah, but yeah, you can definitely, you know, be resourceful and, you know, you can work out with whatever you have, you know, there's no excuses, you know, and, you know, you could, you know, it's definitely a good investment if there are no pull-up bars, you know, if you could buy some, you know, some, some gymnastics rings, you know, that's, you know, that's way less than a gym membership and you can, you know, you can hit most of your, you know, muscles just by doing pull-ups. So, you know, it's definitely something yeah. you want to get into. Mm, so, do you practice freestyle calisthenics? Not much, no. So I mostly just do statics and you know the muscle ups. But apart from apart from apart from that, I don't really do the freestyle stuff. It's mostly just static holds, like you know the front lever, back lever, launch, things like that. Usually slow and controlled movements is what I try to aim for. Okay, and then what kind of workout schedule do you have? That do you follow the same schedule as I have? So yeah, I try to do a push pull legs and that's like six days a week. So, you know, I do my push movements. So plunge push-ups, push-ups, um, handstand push-ups are my main three push-ups that I do. And then I also do pull-ups and then also um, front lever pull-ups as well. Those are really good for hitting like the mid and upper back rather than just the lats, which is quite hard to hit the, you know, the traps as a calisthenics athlete. So you definitely want to try to get that. Yeah, in. almost everything is uh, just the, soul, the, the shoulders. Yeah. so I'm, I'm, it's going really well you see sure, the, the, sure. the shoulders the shoulders there's so much tension on the shoulders uh, like yeah. like one day you do the handstand and then you do the pull-ups like the, the shoulders they're put so much pressure on that it's true like every athlete has has huge uh, shoulders when they practice calisthenics I see. yeah you definitely you definitely want to keep your shoulders healthy as well because i've dislocated my shoulders a couple times so Definitely mm. want to work on mobility and keeping your shoulders healthy and, you know, working on, you know, making sure that your, your shoulder is able to execute movements in all, you know, ranges of motion possible so that, you know, you don't run into any injuries or, you know, yeah. restrictions. So you do stretching. Do you do some kind of yoga or something or just some basic stretching movements? Mostly, you know, stretching movements. So things like this to kind of open up the shoulder, so, you know, especially in the handstand where, you want to make sure that your body line is as straight as possible and making sure that your shoulder line is, you know, 
as straight as open as possible make sure yeah. that you're balanced you know not you're not putting too much stress on your lower back or your you know your shoulder joints so you definitely want to you know stretch every so often to you know make sure that all the ligaments and you know, things like that are, you know are safe and contained within the shoulder girdle yeah so the shoulders you would say are the most important i'd say stretch. so yeah for sure yeah. Yeah. yeah i agree with that yeah so are there some like golden rules that you follow with calisthenics? Because I think there are definitely some rules that everybody should follow uh, when mm -hmm. you want to train this way. Some golden rules definitely include, you know, having as much rest as you can. So, you know, don't go too hard every single day. You definitely want to deload every so often. Um, definitely progressively overload. So whether it's increasing the reps, the sets or the weight, um, and you definitely want to go as close to failure as possible. So you want to make sure you're challenging yourself. And, you know, in terms of um, improving your, you know, your strength as quickly as possible, you want to make sure you're using the largest range of motion as possible. So for example, go all the way down and all the way up with your push-ups. And same with your pull-ups as well. You want to get a large stretch and you want to engage your scapula as well. So you want to engage and disengage your scapula. That's yeah, I see a lot of people doing it wrong, unfortunately. Like people doing push-ups where they where they just waste the whole movement. They don't go fully yeah. down. Like because I really right. I let my chest touch the ground almost. Right. And, and then I go up pushing my, my shoulder blades out to really because then it allows you to really engage all the muscles. So it's that's yeah. really an essential thing. Yeah. 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 And besides that, you have any more things that are like golden rules but going on from that the shoulder blades and like the scapula is really kind of quite important in a lot of movements especially like in the pull-up or the planche you want to make sure that your scapulas are very stable so for example in the pull-up being able to you know engage and disengage your scapula is quite important for maintaining strength and holding certain movements but also in you know pushing movements as well you want to make sure that your scapula is you know out you know, to make sure that your body's stable in a stable position. So yeah, yeah I'd say those are my, my golden rules. Okay. Well, my golden rules are train your legs, <laughs> train your legs. You need to train your legs. For sure. For sure. Th that's definitely another rule. Um, and then besides that, yeah, as you mentioned, the, the full range of motion is very important. Um, and then I would say as well, um, no kipping. If you can do the muscle up, then do an easier variation of it don't don't do like some fucking weird form where you like put one yeah. uh, arm over the bar almost and it, when it when it's too hard it's too hard and then yeah. just do an easier variation don't don't try to do all kinds of shit if you can't do it just yeah because what we have with calisthenics is if we look at one exercise we have at least fucking five variations that are easier yeah. And you just start with For the sure. easiest variations and then you slowly build up to um, eventually really doing the skill that you were looking for. Uh, so it takes a lot of patience because, um, mm. I mean, just mastering gravity and really doing all those movements, it's, it's a lot more difficult than, you know, just going to the gym and bench pressing and like doing this like a zombie only. That, that's really quite boring some people yeah. enjoy it i enjoy it too sometimes but the, the extra challenge that it adds is really nice so 
no kipping, really yeah. no kipping. Um, yeah. It definitely takes, you know, a bit of humility as well to kind of tell tell yourself, okay, this is a bit too hard for me. Let me, <laughs> yeah. you know, bring the sets yeah. down or do do an easier variation. But, you know, it's definitely important to have that honest conversation and be like, you know, I need to improve my form here. Maybe I need to work on, you know, the fundamentals. Yeah. Uh, and then another one for me is do a warming up and do a cool down. I think it's essential to do a warming up. If you if you start with, for example, my first exercise in on my pool day is a muscle up. Okay, and, that's really good. Um, so I, I start with like the, the hardest movements because then I have uh, the most strength left, right? Mm. But if I just go to the park and I'm like, I'm going to start working out and I do my muscle up right away, it's, that can really damage you. You should really uh, first, what I do most of the time is I do a bit of like cardio to warm up. So I do some jumping jacks, mm. uh, some push-ups, pull-ups, squats, things like that. Um, and I do dynamic stretching. So that's that's basically that you swing your arms and your legs like this to, to kind of um, get it right. And then after that, I do like basic stretching movements. Um, and if you just search for that on YouTube, you can find a lot of videos where they give you like a few basic stretches that should be included in your program. And overall, it takes me about not even five minutes to warm up, but it's very essential to do that. So for me, it's it's dynamic stretching with like light cardio hmm. um, and uh, some stretching. Right. Uh, so dynamic stretching and stretching. Um, but be, it's it's like... The, the cardio is also very essential. Just a few things before you start. I mostly also practice like, of course, when I do have a pool day, I do some like light pulling movements before I start, things like right. that to, to kind of warm up the muscles because you can really shock your body if you just start right away. And I see a lot of people doing that. And yeah. Yeah. it's, it's uh, especially with calisthenics, with all the flexibility that you need, we are very more prone to injury with this sport so that, yeah. that's a very essential thing and also as i said cooling down i've been doing that only since a short while now um but just also stretching after movements because you, you can really have your your muscles in kind of like a, a different place um after working out to the point where for example if you go to bed and you haven't stretched properly like really, for example, stretching before you go to bed is really essential because your bones grow when, when you sleep. So if your muscle is not in a good position before you go to sleep, your bones grow the wrong way. Um, so that's very something to look out for. And it's not like, oh, I'm not stretching once and now my bones are growing the wrong way. But it's, it's still very beneficial to like include that in your program. Uh, that's why some people just do yoga and stuff. Like a lot of people think that yoga is gay or something, but I think yeah. it's, it's pretty beneficial, especially as a calisthenics athlete to do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. To go on with the, the warming up, it's definitely important. I definitely have a warm up routine as well. I usually try to do like a front lever to warm up. That's kind of like routine I've had for like, you know, quite a few, quite a few months um, as well as, you know, stretching, you know, when, you, when you're finishing the workout, doing some dead hangs or something like that, you know, just to keep yeah. your muscles moving. 
And as well as that, I think cardio is like criminally underrated when it comes to calisthenics. I think more people should be doing cardio because that just keeps, you know, you know, it makes your endurance sets a lot, a lot easier, you know, especially when you're yeah. working out, you know, 20, 30 reps, you know, uh, for practice, it definitely keeps, you know, you know, it keeps your fitness up and also you're just able to do more sets, more reps, and that's just always, you know, good for progressive overload. So, yeah, I think, I think a lot more calisthenics athletes should implement some sort of, you know, steady state cardio into their routine. Maybe it's like sprinting or maybe you're doing, you know, some running or swimming. You, you, know, you so did sprinting, you, you said, variation. right? Yeah. So I do, you know, 100 and 200 meters. Mm. So, yeah. And is that on a separate day or do you do that on a leg day, for example? I usually do that on a, on a leg day. So, you know, usually on a, on a Tuesday, on a Thursday, I do, I do sprints. And then that's like separate from another leg session that I do like at a gym. So I do like weights as well. But other than that, I do, I do sprints on those, on those two days. Okay. Yeah. I, I do some sprints as well when I like only train uh, with calisthenics with my legs. Uh, but besides that, my, my cardio has really been uh, boxing right now. I re- awesome. I've started with uh, martial arts uh, three months ago, and uh, I've been trying to get more consistent with that because b- before this I used to just like you train six times a week uh, to to uh, you know just train with calisthenics and and weights, uh, but now I've kind of cut that back to three days uh, and two days of boxing, and now because I kind of have this uh, because I still have like four days left besides the three days I work out, I also yeah. have a separate day where I only train my biceps, uh, which normally I don't do that. But right now I have the, um, like, if I look at which muscles are engaged in boxing, because you really feel like you have, you have had a push day or something when, you, when you've uh, been boxing. Um, I feel like there's the space to act, uh, do some extra workout for my biceps. Um, so I just do a bicep only day where I like really focusing on, on hitting all the heads of my biceps because the bicep is not one muscle. It consists of more muscles. Yeah. Um, and there's space for that in my routine. So I just do that. Um, and I've been doing that for two months right now or something. And it's, it's really nice. Uh, and then, of course, the abs. A lot of people say oh, you, you shouldn't be training abs because it's like if you're skinny enough, your abs will show. Um, but as a calisthenics athlete, um, you should train your abs. Yeah. You won't be able to do a front lever if you don't train your mm-hmm. abs. And of course, you will train your abs by doing the front lever, but uh, training it separately, like after a workout for 10 minutes or something, things like that. Um, how do you do that personally? I usually just put it in at the end of the workout. So I do like yeah. some leg raises, you know, hanging on the bar or, you know, some crunches. Um, yeah, but usually my workouts kind of like, you know, train my abs naturally anyway. So it is too hard to get the ab workout in just, you know, passively working out, but you definitely want to get in some ab movements, you know, especially the leg raises. I think those are quite useful for training, you know, the uh, front lever. Um, but yeah, you definitely want to train your abs, make sure the core, the core stable and it just, you know, transfers to so many other, you know, exercises like the planche or the handstand or, you know, even the muscle up. That keeps the body stable and if the body's stable then you can move a lot more efficiently uh, you know it's basically yeah. just a transfer of energy from you know your arms to the rest of your body so definitely keeping you know the body tight the core tight you know the lower back as well the lower back is definitely you know still a part of the core so 
if you want yeah. to train all aspects that's a little bit harder to target right with calisthenics the lower back a little bit yeah you could do back extensions like on the edge of like a bed or something where you just yeah. lift your back up but um yeah that that could help with like yeah. the, you know the back lever um, i don't do that enough but, calisthenics I, I i do it like because i do uh deadlifting and things like that uh right. when i train with weights so I, I balance it out by doing that uh but um yeah the, like the, those things are overlooked abs and lower back mm. are very essential body parts just really train them yeah. yeah especially when it comes to like the the planche because when you're in the planche position you have to keep your hips up and obviously it requires some some level of hip stability and back stability you know, especially yeah. in the lower regions where you know it's kind of not you know emphasized you know through normal movements so you definitely want to try you know work out those smaller muscles that not many people you know think of Okay. Okay. So to kind of sum it up. So I want to start with calisthenics. I have no knowledge about what the hell I should do. What should I do? Where should I start? YouTube, the internet is your friend. Um, if not, your go outside, yeah. find a park. Maybe there's someone else, you know, someone else doing calisthenics. If you just go up to them and say, you know, how do you do that? They'll be more than happy to, you know, show you a workout or two, or, you know, go through their routine with you. You know, you can do a few push-ups with them, you know, a few, a few sets, a few reps, you know. Yeah, education is definitely the key. Because I definitely learned from a lot of people when I was, you know, coming up, you know, a lot of the guys that showed me how to do muscle-ups and, and planches and things like that. So it's definitely good. People will definitely be willing to, you know, share that knowledge with you and, you know, help you progress on your calisthenics journey. Okay, so, and besides that, how would you describe it yourself if I wanted to start right now? Definitely want to start with the, you know, the fundamentals, keep your workouts as easy as possible. You know, don't overcomplicate your routine with a bunch of, you know, 10 different exercises. Maybe keep it down to like three or four, you know, core movements like the push-up, the pull-up, the squat. You know things like that those are the you know the, the, the core essentials that you need to kind of build a good foundation of strength and once you have that then you can work on um doing the more hard exercises because once you've built that foundation then you're you know less likely to run into injuries and also you're just a lot stronger off the bat so you can do you know those exercises with better form and you're less likely to injure yourself or do something wrong and okay. also keeps you motivated we combine those exercises in a push-pull leg split then would you recommend that to people to follow that split for sure yeah so you could even you know when you're going to the gym you could do a calisthenics movement just to warm up so maybe before your bench session you can get in a few push-ups for example or before your, you know your pull day at a gym you could do some pull-ups some weighted pull-ups Mm -hmm. you know you know before you know your leg session you could do you know a few seconds of cardio a few minutes of cardio you know on a treadmill or you could sprint outside you definitely you know interweave calisthenics with your normal weight training routine and it, you know it can even enhance you know certain movements you know for example i've been you know during the lockdown i you know only did you know push-ups and then when i got back in the gym my bench went up even though i didn't touch it you know bench press in months so, you, you know, you can definitely improve your strength just by doing bodyweight exercises if, if you yeah. follow properly. So the, would you say the push-pull leg split is the best split to follow? In my opinion, I think it's, it's, you know, it's one of the best, you know, because you're hitting, you know, 
each muscle group more than once a week, which is, you know, and having as much frequency with the muscles is already useful for hypertrophy and strength, you know, strength gains. Yeah. Is, you know, well, I agree for. with you on that. I think it's the best split. I've seen some people doing uh, upper body, lower body, uh, but I think that's, uh, you cannot focus enough on really isolating muscles uh, when you do like pushing and pulling on the same day. Uh, yeah. I've, I've thought about that, like maybe when I'm like more advanced and I can do muscle ups and all kind of shit, then, then yeah. you can combine it kind of, but I think it's, uh, no, it's, it's unnecessary. Like really, if you really want to save time, you can consider doing that. Yeah. I've seen people like doing bro splits when they do like biceps on a separate day and triceps on a separate day, yeah. arm day or chest day, things like that. Yeah, you definitely want to have a good middle ground because you don't want to go too too far into like full body where you're just like tired, like doing yeah. every workout, which is a lot of frequency, you know, especially when you're starting out. But obviously, um, it takes a lot out of you. So, but you don't want to go too far on the other extreme where you're doing each body part on every day because then that's not enough frequency yeah. without the week. So, I find yeah, that of course depends on your goals. Ground. Yeah, but. Uh... I think uh, most people that watch my channel and just most young guys, they want to get fucking ripped. They want to get a lot of muscle and then push pull leg is definitely the best. And uh, like, how long does a push day or a pull day last for you? How long do you train when you have a training day? One to two hours, not usually not longer than two hours for a full workout. Well, that's quite but long though. Yeah. It's quite long. Yeah. Especially, yeah. but I definitely push it. You know to the limit i definitely go to failure so you definitely want to i definitely wait quite a quite a while between sweats so that i'm you know you know okay. i've got enough I've and got what enough is what is quite a while next one so I, I guess three to four minutes between sets mm, that's um, a lot yeah but i think longer rest times is a lot better because you know it, it gives your body you know more time to recover and then you could get in more volume overall rather than just trying to rush the workout okay yeah, I I, uh, I rest uh, one minute between uh, my sets. Right. Like I I really um I have my like stopwatch on the, the whole time and then I just make sure I rest one minute and then I uh, most of the times I do like three um sets of max uh, max reps for every exercise and I rest one minute in between. Uh, right. So then my warm up is is like five minutes. And I'm usually done within an hour. Um, right. And that has been working for me for quite a while right now. Um, and I, I noticed that my muscles are very sore the day after. But but what is what is the benefit of resting longer? The benefit is that you, you're basically giving your body enough time to kind of replenish yourself for the next set. So if you go into the next set with only one minute of rest, then maybe you can only hit five reps instead of you know 10 for example whereas if you waited five minutes then maybe you could hit 10 reps instead so you're getting more volume in overall even though it's a longer workout i feel like you're getting a lot more out of your workout if you you know space out a little bit more but obviously if you're low on time then maybe you can reduce the, the wait times a little bit but yeah you know, if you want to get the most of out of your workout on a particular day then you definitely want to you know maximize your your um, your rest periods you know to get the most out of it Okay, yeah, yeah. For like a difficult exercise of like the planche and, and the muscle up, then definitely I think you should rest more because otherwise you can't even do the movement in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um 
but it of course depends on your schedule. Like how much time do you have for this workout? Um, and then you can choose according to that. But if you really practice advanced skills, yeah, I think longer rest times, as you said, are, are really essential for that. Um, personally, you made me think about it. Like, yeah, I really have to rest a bit longer. I, I don't really rest too enough. Um, yeah. For but sure. uh, of course we have rest during during the training itself but of course that's why we recommend the push pull leg split uh, resting uh, certain body parts and allowing them to recover until the next workout is also very essential and that's why we are not training full body every day because uh, when we have this push pull leg split on the push day we train our chest our tricep and our shoulders and on the next day our back and our biceps so we allow our uh, chest, our triceps, and our shoulders that we trained uh, the previous day to recover, and that way, uh, that that's actually when you make the gains. You don't make uh, the gains when you work out. Yeah. It's after you work out and when you recover, the muscle tissue is recovered, and then it's a stronger tissue. So if you don't yeah. allow your muscles to recover, you might as well not work out, because. I mean, of course, you will achieve something at some point, but it's it's going to yeah. be very difficult. You will actually work against yourself instead of actually achieving something because th that's what happens a lot of times. People get so excited when they first start like going to the gym. They're super excited for working out. And then on a rest day, they're like, what the fuck am I going to do today? Yeah, because they're so excited sure. to like work out. Um, but that that's... Uh, don't, don't see that as being... Uh, a guy who is really uh, going to the gym a lot and don't see it as something good when you work out too much because uh, considering like what you will achieve with that, you're only working against yourself doing that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you definitely want to, you know, give yourself enough time to rest and, you know, you want to make the most out of, you know, the workout that you're doing. And obviously it's just going to make sure that you're getting enough volume, a lot of, a lot of you know, reps and sets. Yeah, so what, what is the... I didn't even ask you that, I see now. What is the 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 amount of uh, reps that you strive to get for exercises? Because it, of course, depends on the exercise, but do you have yeah. kind of a guideline that you follow? Yeah, um, I don't follow a particular kind of number. Um, I usually try to go as close to failure as possible. Um, yeah, me too. But to give you kind of a rough guide for me, I guess... When it comes to like pull-ups, for example, I usually try to go at least 15 to 20 pull-ups per set. Um, that's what I'm trying to go for nowadays. Um, when it comes to the muscle-up, around 10 muscle-ups. And then, um, for example, if I'm doing like planche, tucked planche push-ups, I try to go for like five to 10 reps of those as well. Yeah, because so, it depends on the exercise, of course. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's important to like... Uh... I do that with like weight training as well. It's like some exercises uh, when I do like high intensity training most of the time. So yeah. most of the times when I do like weight training, for example, but also with um, calisthenics, I strive to um, get between eight and 12 reps. This is kind of like the basic guideline that, that every uh, fitness YouTuber says you should follow. Um, and with, in the gym it's a lot more easy because it's like you should be in your head like when you do eight reps it's kind of new to you you, you still are not very good at it 
And then right. when you do 12 reps, you are a little better at it and you can slowly increase the weight. And you can do that as well with calisthenics exercises. And because when you can do around 15 push-ups, it, it might be a, the variation of the push-up might be too easy for you. So you can uh, move on to like a, a di more difficult variation, for example, uh, where you elevate the surface um, with your legs to the point where you can do deeper push-ups or right. you can do a lot of things that make it harder for you. Um, but uh, as well, when I do like weight training or calisthenics, I have some exercises. I do like 30 reps and then other exercises I do 10 reps just because as I said, it's about stressing the muscle. So you don't have to follow a guideline precisely. Of course, to a rough extent, you do because you cannot do 60 push-ups and then expect to gain any muscle. It's just mm. not going to work. Yeah. Um, but besides that, just try to switch between what you do. Yeah. Uh, because if you are following the same workout split with the same exercise and the same reps and sets for so long, then it's not going to work anymore. You need yeah. to switch between um, uh, the exercises that you do on the regular or, or uh, for example, as I said, sometimes I do the, the same exercise three times in a row. And then I do that with every exercise and I move on to like the list of exercises that I have of like yeah. five to six exercises mostly. Right. Um, but sometimes you can also do supersets. So you do uh, one uh, set of every exercise and you, then you repeat that as kind of a, um, a circle that you go through. Uh, just just switch between different kind of things to kind of stress the body yeah for sure and i i definitely try to keep my um reps and sets as low as i can so that i'm making sure i'm getting enough resistance as possible and if it's not you know too low then i try to you know vary the exercise so for example i add more weight or i do a harder variation of an exercise that you know to make it more challenging especially with the pull-ups as well because you know i'm starting to hit a plateau where it's harder to improve so you definitely want to you know add make it more challenging adding weight or doing yeah you know, a different variation to make it more challenging yeah that's definitely important i hear a lot of like gym guys saying like it's it's so easy to progressively or so hard to progressively overload with calisthenics and that's why they yeah. kind of resist into doing body weight only training because they think that you won't be able to add enough pressure yeah. uh, or resistance on the muscles. Um, but it's actually very much possible. And the, the skills yeah. that you can learn, uh, it's exciting. And it's also very effective. It's a, it's a new way of training. It has not been really around for a long time, right? Yeah. It's, it's 2016. It's yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, I think a lot of the calisthenics community did come from like, um, either gymnastics or kind of like street workouts or push-ups or pull-ups or parkour kind of communities yeah it originated of... like the, the sport really originated in kind of uh these these hoods right these american hoods of of kind of people who don't have money to go to the gym right yeah so kind of kind of emerged from that and kind of just spread yeah. you know and then a mix from different kinds of sports uh it's pretty cool kind of this underground movement it was yeah. at first and now it's now it's slowly moving to towards the Olympics already. Did you know that? I have not heard of that, but if it is, then that's quite quite exciting news to see yeah. that's you know transformed so much 
you know, from going from like, you know, some free runners parkours that, you know, parkour people um, going into, you know, some street workouts and now it's, you know, potentially an Olympic sport, which is quite, quite exciting to see. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. From, from being in like a, a play park to going to the Olympics. That's, that's yeah. really nice. Yeah. But that's also with skating. Skating is basically in the same category as calisthenics as like yeah. a urban sport that is originated from like just neighborhoods of, of people um, inventing something to play with. And then eventually it just becomes a world popular sport. Exactly yeah, what has sure. happened right now with when coronavirus came and it's just been immense growth for the sport mm. uh, and it's it's very exciting to see uh, where it's going now yeah have you looked into uh, many like calisthenics competitions local ones for example oh there, there are uh, a lot of competitions here in the netherlands okay yeah. and That's i cool. see That's uh cool. i see a lot of events going on uh, for example people like trying to hang as long as possible to the bar doing competitions oh, with that yeah uh, that's that. that's fun stuff man and uh yeah they do all kinds of stuff uh, i i see a, a lot of uh there's really been competition going on in freestyling Th- that's yeah. really becoming olympic right now a and little bit a little bit the the calisthenics bond as i said is based in the netherlands and mm. they are they are working on actually getting the sport to the olympics and it's um predicted i thought that in 2024 we will be in kind of the arena in the olympic arena in paris the urban sports arena there Um, and uh for example you have uh the skate federation in the netherlands they have a spot right now in the in the hague i guess you pronounce it like Mm -hmm. that uh, which is a city in the netherlands it's around the beach and uh there they have like this arena where they have like this big skate park for uh, competitions and calisthenics is also going to be in that arena. So there's a lot of things going on and like making the sport really like a real sport instead of just a kind of an underground movement. It's really starting to become something right now. Right. Um, and also um, what you see a lot, unfortunately, mm-hmm. is that these calisthenics park that are being placed by uh, local governments, um, they don't have guidelines because it's not a really an official sport yet. And the, the calisthenics bond is also working on getting the guidelines for that. They're officially like worldwide. It's based in the Netherlands. We make the rules for, uh, for the, the parks that are coming. And that's really cool. promising because uh, uh, for example, the early competitions uh, of calisthenics, some things went really wrong with freestyling. It was not safe. The parks were not safe. People were breaking their necks sometimes. I've seen some stuff happening because it was not safe. And it's, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. I, I see a lot of calisthenics parks in the Netherlands. And then you think like you come there as a calisthenics athlete and you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this shit? It's just they, they don't know what, what they are doing there. It's like crap quality and just bars placed uh, just up against one another to the point where you don't even have the space to do anything. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you see a lot of those mm-hmm. parks, um, but it's great that there's an organization standing up to kind of give the guidelines for this, because that's really what we need at this point. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I've definitely seen, you know, quite a few competitions popping up for me. I definitely should compete at some point. I've not competed yet, but. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. The, you should yeah, do that. The style yeah. of competitions they do is like mostly like reps, 
and like weight competitions. So there, there are different weight categories as well. So it's not just like freestyling as well. We've definitely seen some some different kinds of competitions as well where people are trying to do as many reps as possible of muscle ups and yeah dips. Oh, and, I've seen oh, that on uh, as well. So on a channel called Bar Brothers, I think something like that. Bar Brothers. That's, that sounds familiar, but yeah, I'm, something like that. They, they do out. sick kind of competitions where there's like a whole group of people doing that. Yeah. And I see a lot of, uh, like in the Russian community, right. there's a lot of calisthenics athletes as well. Like th- these people are built different as well. Russian Russian guys, man. Yeah, they're strong. They're yeah, strong. they're strong. They're so strong, man. Really, yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah, so there it's really popular as well, but it's it's worldwide. Uh, there, I also saw some some videos of it, calisthenics totally popping off in China or, or Japan. Oh. Have you seen that? I don't think I have actually. No, mostly mostly the stuff I've seen is either like in London or Eastern Europe, but I haven't seen any Chinese calisthenics. Yeah, I've seen a lot of gymnastics and weightlifting, but you know, not much calisthenics. Okay. Okay. So to kind of end off this episode, I have one more question. Um, what are good sources of education if if people want to learn more about calisthenics? What channels would you recommend? Good sources. I'd say one of the guys I looked at um, starting out was Austin Donham on YouTube. Yeah. He's, he's one of the OGs when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, big Brandon Carter, if you had a big Brandon Carter, um, he, he doesn't really post on YouTube that much anymore, but some of his old stuff, he, he had a lot of bodyweight workouts as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of people on Instagram. Um, Michael Kakia, he's from London. He's a local catastatic guy. Bar Sparta. Um, small spot in Jay. So those some um, some big names in, in the London scene. Um, so yeah, definitely want to check those guys out. Just check YouTube, Instagram. It's a lot of guys in the game right now. They're definitely coming up. So you, yeah, and you also made uh, videos about calisthenics, right? Yeah, so I made a, a bodyweight home workout plan. So it's got you know everything you need to get started into calisthenics and bodyweight, you know, exercises. So it's got everything from pull-ups to muscle-ups to you know know jumping squats things like that so it's got you know everything you need yeah we will work uh we will uh, link all the channels below including your channel um and for me i would say uh, a good sort of education is a hybrid calisthenics um he makes like uh these youtube shorts uh, that's very easy for beginners uh, he's really for beginners so if you really start right now he's a good channel and then there's one more channel it's called calisthenics movement I've heard and, of them. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're great. They're great. They got I've some good stuff. education. Yeah, they 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 really uh, they really go deep into exercises and and mm. uh, things like that. Uh, so they are definitely a good source. Um, and then uh, let me think. Um, well, yeah, for if we don't solely focus on calisthenics, I would say that channels like um, this guy seen Nalevan. <laughs> something like that he has a really sure. difficult surname his name is Sinalavani or something uh, but right. he makes he makes very good videos uh, he, he criticizes other influencers and you can see he's really real the shit he he tells and then of course the OG channel at Linux uh, yeah you, you, sh- you should watch him definitely it's yeah it's an and uh, uh, the guy I got my PDFs from Jeremy Eater um, he got like uh, he he bases his shit on science, um, 
so that that's uh, mm. like he really looks into like scientific papers to kind of yeah, base yeah, yeah. The, the best shit for you um, a bit like uh, jeff nippard as well he's jeff yeah Nippard's jeff nippard really yeah with, uh, yeah. with mm-hmm. the, the studies as well so yeah yeah, and they got like uh, PDFs that you can download. Uh, a lot, a lot of influencers got that, and um, it's it's really easy. They just have all the exercises on there, and they tell you exactly what you need to do. Uh, so it's just it's just a matter of watching a podcast episode like we talk about now, or just watching a few videos, and then you know enough. Like you shouldn't start with this sport if you don't know what you're doing because yeah. you're gonna waste a lot of time. Like I did, I trained for one year. I had the motivation, everything. I wanted to to get results, but just because I didn't have the education, I didn't achieve something. Uh, so we will link those channels uh, below. And um, yeah, do you have anything you want to say before we close off this episode? That, um, thanks for having me. I hope everyone gets into calisthenics. It's a great movement. I hope you, you know do well with your muscle up and your, your handstands as well. You know, we're just building an army of you know calisthenics warriors all over the world. We're gonna take over. So. Yeah, Thanks we're going to take me. over. It's been a no pleasure. more gyms. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great to have you, man. I, I loved uh, to talk about uh, the sport. So thank you. Yeah, it was a good yeah. conversation, man. Thank you for having me. All right. And so everything will be linked below. And uh, again, make sure to uh, leave a like, subscribe, check out his channel in uh, the description. And uh, we hope to see you again. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to record another episode uh, with... Uh, why not his name is tony uh, he has a, a channel with 300 subscribers at the moment and we're going to talk about relationships uh and trauma and love and all things like that that episode will be on uh or in about a month or two weeks i'm also going to do a book summary soon of the book uh, essentialism from greg mccown um so stay tuned for that check out the podcast and uh, we hope to see you again Yes.